Hultasadiolog. It is Monday, the 28th of June, and the time is 22.18 in the evening. I'm currently walking home to my dad's place from my mom's place, uh, sometimes when I'm talking to you guys. And it's summertime, 2021. The sky's bright, people are happy about things. Last weekend, the COVID restrictions changed, so they left mostly. Uh, they originally took them all down, and what happened was that people went partying really hard downtown, and so they put up some restrictions about the bars and like fun fun places down <laughs> downtown, so that that would not happen, which is funny. Um, but we're having a really good situation right here. The vaccinations have been going really well. I got vaccinated last week, which is nice. And yeah, I think the last time I looked at the numbers, we had more than half the country vaccinated and like 30% half vaccinated. So we were close to getting to 80 and if I remember correctly, that was like the percentage that they talk about is important to get, 80%. Which is cool. But yeah, the past few weeks and like, uh, like life has been crazy. And yeah, like seriously, it's been really, really, really intense. Um, I, I was in school. Uh, school was over in the middle of May that was when the finals were over and I failed two of my classes but I passed three of my classes which was nice and one of the three that I passed so I'm giving you the good news first you know one of the three that I passed was calculus 4 and I'm gonna brag a little bit right now when I say that I got an 8 out of 10 in calculus 4 and I have I would say that I have no idea how that happened but but I know the real reason and the real reason is because I watched a couple of YouTube videos by three blue one brown you know that math guy on YouTube and uh, where he explains like Fourier series and talks about them in terms of um, partial differential equations and that was like really like oof that series it's like a, like it's like four videos or something it was so good and i'm not kidding i think by watching those videos and like pausing them and thinking about them for like two hours or something i feel like i gained a deeper understanding and like of the material than the whole semester i did it was like crazy how much those videos helped but the, the other two courses I passed were numerical analysis and thermodynamics. And thermodynamics went pretty good. I had taken thermodynamics in France, uh, but failed, you know, because it, it, was in the, it was in the fall semester, so I was still really bad at France, French. Not that I'm not really bad at French. I'm still really bad at French, but 
I, I was really really bad when I was taking that course so yeah I, pa I failed thermodynamics in France but I passed them here this spring and numerical analysis went pretty good so it's pretty funny because I'm studying mechanical engineering you know so mechanical stuff and I passed numerical analysis which is like a computer course kind of so you're thinking about computers and stuff but I failed two courses and those courses were both really mechanical so it's like ironical that I failed them and they are like vibrations and the other one would be called like uh, mechanical parts I suppose yeah like mechanical parts so I failed those two and I was thinking about taking like retaking the exam for mechanical parts but I didn't like it was not so long until the retake was so I thought I'd rather take the course again and do it properly than like retake an exam and maybe pass and if I would pass it would be like a really bad pass so I retook the vibrations uh, exam and I scored one out of ten higher than I did earlier but I still failed the course so ah uh, yeah shit happens so I'm gonna take that course again yeah so that was cool and I started work for a cool company uh, where I'm working on some programming and in-house project which I can't tell you exactly what what it's about but it's pretty cool it's like me one other guy that's been working on it for a couple of years and the two owners of the company um, and it's pretty cool and they just like they just gave me like a key to the office and the security code and an access to the like we have a to-do list that we all have together and you can mark like which projects are yours or like assignments and so i could i can just show up whenever i want which is really nice but and it's like a part-time job so i'm i'm only there like two days a week which is nice because i have time to do other stuff like organize a 600 people scout camp which is happening which is starting next week but it's split into three weeks because of covid so in the first week we have 200 people in the second week we have a different type of 200 people and they are going to repeat everything that happened in the first week and in the third week we have a different set of 200 people and they are going to repeat everything that was happening in the past two weeks so this is how everybody will get the same ish experience and like it's way more covid friendly than having 600 people in one camp for one week even though the situation is good here when you've been planning something for so long you can't really move that and we've been thinking about the whole camp in terms of 
200 people being there so it would just make things complicated if we combined the three which is nice and everything's been crazy busy organizing that camp we have lots of deadlines coming up like this week and things that need to get ready so working been working on that today and tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and next weekend and yeah which is cool and i'm also working on a boat the boat work is coming on really slowly it's awful how slowly it's coming on <sighs> like i was thinking yeah i'm gonna have so much time in the summer whoop yes 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 but no 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 it's like time is like being sucked away from yourself it's crazy i guess i need to organize myself better but yeah oh but i have a funny story um about last weekend so last weekend i went uh north to akureyri on a scout camp which was happening there in my campsite called hamrar and it was nice the group in the north called Klakur was hosting the event and they all showed up and I showed up from my group and there was one guy from Skautafélagið Kópir Kópar which was cool and I got to talk to them about a bunch of matters that are like important for scouting here in Iceland which was really nice and I got, we got to share some ideas and I was gonna go there originally on Friday because you know that's when it's easiest to go since there are so many people traveling out of town on Fridays but I, I had a phone call with one of my friends for the scout camp this summer last week that we were planning so we ended up working on that until like almost nine in the evening on Friday and by that time it was too late to go but on Saturday I wake up and I go to the gas station and I started asking people around if they're going north you know and there was one guy he said I'm not I'm not going north but I'm going to a the next like suburb like you would call it suburbs i would call it a different town i'm just saying a suburb so that you understand and and i'm like yeah i'll go there and he drives me there to a ga another gas station where we stop and i ask i ask around some more people until there's somebody that goes like hey we are not going all the way north, but we're going to a golf course, which is on Kalonis. And I'm like, hey, I'd go to a golf course on, or like, I'd go to Kalonis, yeah. So they drive me there and drop me off before they go golfing. And those guys were cool, like, they may, they met by total coincidence in the Kvalkvöldi. They met by total coincidence, like some years ago on a on a golf competition and then they spent a week being maybe a little bit tipsy and and golfing and since then they've been best of friends 
and it was a funny story. So yeah, they dropped me off there and I spent a little while on the road before somebody stopped. It was a woman with her kid and their dog, which was so cute. And they were going to visit their friend on Snifelsness. So they drove me all the way up to Borkanes, where they left me out. And when they left the car, you know, or like the car left, and I stuck my thumb out and then like two other cars came. And on the third one, on the third one, there was a, yeah, on the third one, the third car, it stopped. And I'm like, what? You've got to be kidding me. This was so fast. And and they and they go and let me inside, you know, and they're going to some fishing trip, uh, like way up, way, way up north, but not all the way I was going to. So uh, I'm like, what? That's amazing, you know. And they go like, oh, wow, I haven't seen somebody hitchhiking in a long time. You know, when I was 13 and living in Grindavik, I was always hitchhiking to town. Yeah, we always had to wait for like four hours. He was telling me like I. I haven't even heard their names yet, you know, and and then I go like, yeah, I can't imagine, it must have been awful waiting for so long time, you know, and and he goes like, yeah, I'm sure you've been waiting for a really long time, and I'm going like, yeah, you'll you'll never believe how long I was waiting, how long do you think it was, and they go like, three hours, no, five hours, and I'm like, oh. it was like 30 seconds, <laughs> and, and they go like, what? You only were waiting for 30 seconds? I can't believe it, you know? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious because, uh, yeah, like this never happened, you know? And they drove me up all the way to Blundos where they dropped me off at the gas station. And I stuck around there for a while, had some, had some lunch, spoke to a lady that was also having some lunch. And then I started asking some people around and found the guy that was stopping there to fix the the cooler for the machine for the motor in the car uh, there was a pipe that came a little bit loose for the cooling system so they had to stop him like it was a couple and it was nice they, they like they were really nice. They had this huge car. It was like really big, and they gave me a ride all the way to Akureyri. But we had to stop on the way at their friend's place to get some tools to fix up the cooler a little bit better. They were like, they were like people that are really interested in cars. You know, it was pretty cool. And then yeah, then they drove me all the way to the campsite which was awesome. So five cars to go north. Yes, was not bad. And I was there like at maybe like 1.30 or something. And yeah, I walk around the campsite. I find a scout and go like, hey, I'm a scout. Are you like, like where's the camp happening? And they take me there, like she took me there. And then I hung out with everybody. We did some scout stuff. It was awesome. And went to sleep slept in a hammock was a little bit cold I did not expect that because it had been so warm during the day it was like 20 degrees in the north which was crazy because down here I'm back south now 
down here yeah down here it's like 10 degrees ish but yeah and then the day after oh yeah wait no 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 so when i show up there there's a guy there and he got a ride from his mom to come north and also to go back south and on sunday they had to leave urgently and i was not there and we did not have each other's phone numbers so they just left and i am still at agriri and i have no idea that they're gone and then when the camp is over and everybody's like going home i'm asking people around hey do you know where this guy is like we were supposed to ride together home and everybody's like no no haven't seen him for a couple hours and nobody had his phone number so i called around for some friends that called around for some friends that had their phone number and so after like two hours i get his phone number and and he doesn't answer the phone i know right it was a bummer but my friend was letting me stay at her place for a while which was really nice and while i was there i overheard her neighbor saying the word south so and then like they started hugging and saying goodbye and i like hmm maybe they're going south and have room for one more so i walked over and asked them if they had if they were going south and had one more space and they did and they were so we exchanged phone numbers because they had to go visit some people and do some stuff before leaving and i just stayed at my friend's place and we had some cake and cleaned up the garage a little bit and then yeah and then i got the phone number for the guy and gave him a call and he didn't answer but it was fine because through the power of the internet i found the phone number for his mom which was driving so i gave her a call and she passed the phone to him and i go like hey it's Hildar. where are you and he's like oh um i'm in borgarnes and i'm like oh so borgarnes is like almost all the way south you know like you're you're basically home you only have to drive around like two mountains and through one tunnel and then you're in town again so i'm like oh you know next time next time it's gonna be a really good idea to let the person that you're gonna give a ride to know that you had to leave so they're not just sitting around wondering where you've been you know and he goes like yeah and but he said like we were in a real big hurry so i didn't have time to do that and i'm like well you know since getting in the car at Akureyri and driving all the way to Borganes, i'm sure you could have found a small moment to find me on facebook or something and send me a message saying something like hey i had to leave sorry hopefully you'll get a ride home but thankfully i sent a message to the kind neighbors of my friend told them that i had managed to contact him and that he was all the way in Borganes, so they were my only hope and they showed up a short while later 
and sent me a message saying we're here and I got in the car and we went home so yeah and it was a nice ride because they were driving all the way to Reykjanes which is like the southwest peninsula on Iceland so they go like through my home and so they dropped me off at home which was like insanely nice of them uh, it's it's amazing how many nice people there are in this world that'll that will help you out when you ask them for help. And yeah, so I've been talking a lot about hitchhiking right now in this session. And actually, I was talking a lot about hitchhiking during the camp to the other scouts, especially the ones that are like 18, 17, or 16 year olds and because because I had this idea a while back that I want to have I want to host an event for the scouts here in Iceland where I take the kids that are like 13, 14 and 15 year olds and I teach them to hitchhike <coughs> now okay when I tell people this, and I've been talking to quite a few people about this and asking their opinions, you know, because I want to know what they think about it, because I have a feeling that this might be a little bit controversial, you know, since they, the youngest ones are 13 and they would be stepping into the car of a stranger during this event. And I don't know about you guys, but at least here people say don't talk to strangers and when somebody offers you candy or tells you to come into their car that's a sign that you should not take the candy or go into the car you know hmm. so yeah mm -hmm. however i did talk to these people and they were like super excited about it and I also talked to some 13, 14 and 15 year olds and they were really excited about it and they were like, yeah, Hildar, please, totally do this. And so, since they want it, I'm gonna do it. It's been decided. Now, I know that many, or like many, I don't know, some of you might be thinking, hey, safety is going to be something that really needs to be considered here. And yeah, this is very true. So when I tell people this, usually I get two types of reactions. I get the reaction that goes like, hmm, yeah, that could be a good idea. Of course, you'd have to think about safety, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, you should do it. And then I get the reaction that goes like, no, Hulter, you cannot do this. Oh my God. You know what's going to happen to those kids? They're going to be kidnapped. They're going to be like... Their limbs are going to be ripped off of them. They're going to be raped. They're going to be drugged. And then they're going to be killed and burned. And I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> Jesus. But seriously, like, that's not going to happen, you know. That's, that's not how... Like, hmm. So, statistically, most of the people that 
like do something like that to other people already know the person and have been thinking about it for a while you know and also there are really many things that you can think about when hitchhiking uh, like not think about but or like yeah think about but also do while hitchhiking that can drastically increase your safety you know and and before i'm gonna tell these kids hey go out onto the road and hitchhike to this place that's where we're gonna camp for the night <laughs> you know before i do that i'm gonna talk to them for a while and give them some time to ask questions and think of different scenarios where something might happen and how to react in those situations i'm just I'm like what i mean is i'm gonna prepare them you know and this is the motto of the scouts be prepared so that's what's gonna happen the kids that are gonna be doing this are going to be prepared and um of course the first goal of the event is that everybody's gonna be home safe the second goal of the event is that everybody learns how to hitchhike and oh wait yeah 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 and the third goal is that everybody has fun and then the fourth goal is kind of a secret goal so don't tell all of the scouts but i know that but i know that none of the scouts here that are in this age are listening to this podcast so it won't matter they can hear this after the event but i have a secret goal you know well it's not gonna be secret anymore but it's fine i have a different goal and one of my goals for this the like the next one is that when the event is over and we ask the scouts how they like how they felt about the event or what they thought what could have been done better what went really well and stuff like that to learn from it then I have a goal that at least one of the scouts will say I was surprised about how well the organizing team kept us like safe and sound or like held us together you know or like man okay so uh, in Icelandic you would say I was surprised or Ég var hissa á því hversu vel var haldið utan um okkur. And I think the earlier translation is probably the best I can do for what that means. But it's something like that. And it's like about safety, but yeah. So I want them to be surprised about how safe they were. And yeah. And I've not only been talking to like other scout leaders and people my age you know i've been talking to a bunch of parents talk to some parents and parents are like you know they have they have opinions about this you know because it might be their kid that was going you know and they can tell me how they would feel about that and that's something that i wouldn't be able to know because i don't have a kid you know so that's really valuable information and yeah so i'm really stoked about that i'm gonna start organizing that after the big scout camp 
that started next week that's when I'm gonna start organizing that so so it's gonna be good I'm gonna find some people to help me out on that which is gonna be awesome but I thought the hitchhiking story was a funny one mm -hmm. and I don't know if any of you guys have been hitchhiking but I think hitchhiking is like a totally underrated thing but like of course you have to be careful and the saying like don't talk to strangers it kind of applies I feel like I feel like that saying is wrong I feel like don't talk to strangers is not the way a human should live out its life because let's face it if you never talk to a stranger you're never gonna make any friends and everybody that has a friend or has had a friend before knows that having a friend is really nice so I think talking to strangers can be totally worth it because you might get a friend so I would change the phrase don't talk to strangers to something like don't talk to every stranger you know or don't talk to certain strangers or only talk to certain strangers to bring a more positive vibe to the sentence because saying don't do this and don't do that gets really boring to listen to after a while so it's nice to hear something that says do this because doing things is more fun than not doing things you know and this is why we only have like 10 rules in the scouts and all of them are like a scout is a friend of nature you know so there are really many do's and don'ts in the phrase a scout is a friend of nature so that well that like means don't burn down the forest or something like that you know like it's kind of common sense and maybe in some place there's a rule that says don't burn down the forest if you do you will be fined or you will be put into prison for so long and stuff like that, you know? But you could also just say, be a friend of nature, you know? And if you break that rule, you're gonna go to prison for a month or something like that, you know? Whatever. So, like, dip, or depending on, like, you will get a punishment that is fit for how severely you broke the law, whatever. But of course, it would be a little bit stupid maybe to have a country with this system but in a volunteering organization like the scouts it totally works and in a family household having rules that say do i i hear that it's i hear that it's nice for like kids to hear the to hear the positive words you know oh my god so positive it's crazy yeah yeah, whoa, I have no idea where I was with... Yeah, yeah, we were, we were talking about hitchhiking. So yeah, hitchhiking is really nice because... So, for for one thing, um, when you're a person like me that really... Like, I'm a really cheap person. I spend money on as little as I can spend money on. And everybody that knows me knows this very well. I spent 500 Icelandic kroner on my jacket. Uh, five years ago so that's 100 kroner per year of use and I'm telling you like 100 kroner is less than one euro right now or like one US dollar you know so 
that's like less than five of those currencies you know which is very low i think for a jacket that lasts for five years of course it's a terrible jacket you know when it gets like when you're wearing it and it's raining and for people that don't live in iceland when an icelandic person says raining we mean that there is a little bit of moisture in the air you know <laughs> compared to the rain in other countries it never rains in iceland you know <laughs> almost like the rain here is so light but but it rains and it gets windy at the same time so we sometimes have sideways rain you know and like if you're out in the rain for a while you're gonna get really wet you know anyway so when it's raining here and you're outside for like half an hour then the jacket stops working and you just start getting wet through the jacket so it's kind of shit in that way and but in many other ways like it's really good for one it's really light and the hood like there's a hood and you can like cinch it up around your head so it's nice and tight and doesn't like get blown off you in the wind and you can cinch the waist so you don't get wind blowing up under you there are three pockets on it like two like where you can put your hands and some gloves like i always keep a pair of gloves and a hat in there and a buff and then there's an inside pocket which you can actually like when you take the jacket off you can put the jacket into the inside pocket of the jacket and there's also a hole in the back of the jacket which i think i got in the first year of owning the jacket and it has not got bigger at all like i'm seriously surprised about the performance in this jacket so compared to the low price that it was I, I, like I'm I feel like I'm getting a lot of value for this ja jacket but I'm really off topic right so point being I I spend very little on stuff that I can get away with so when I can choose to take a 10 or 11,000 kroner bus ride to Akureyri and then the day after an 11,000 bus ride back home that's like 22,000 like like you could buy two like two terabyte hard drives for that money you know that's like you could buy food for almost a month for that money you know uh, it's like yeah and there's already bunches bunches of people driving these routes so why not just go with them and you can offer them some money for like gas like or offer them some food like if you bring some with you like some biscuits or something like it's nice to offer people that give you a ride some stuff or offer them help with something if they're doing something but like in my experience people really like to not accept what you offer and it gets kind of annoying because you feel like you have to give them something since they are like giving you a ride for many kilometers but they just won't accept it so yeah but that means that like 
for me, I can spend way less on going north. And I spent like zero money on this trip. I just went and hitchhiked. I brought some lunch for, from home, or like I brought some food from home with me, which I ate. And I also got some food on the camp. And they gave me that for free because I was working on the camp or like working a little bit, you know. And they also let me sleep in the campsite for free since I was helping out, you know. So I got food and a place to stay. And then the day after I hitchhiked back home, which was also free. So like, I'm not saying the kindness of strangers should be just taken for granted and used to save money, you know. But when you're a kid, I like I'm say like I'm I'm not a kid, of course. I'm a grown up. <laughs> I'm a grown up. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I said that. Jesus, that was weird. <laughs> but yeah, so like when you're a kid and you're trying to save up money for an apartment or something, but. You also want to go to a scout camp, you know, or to meet your friend that lives on the other side of the country or whatever, or meet your girlfriend or your boyfriend that lives on the other side of the country, you know, then hitchhiking can be an option, you know, and if all your trips are like this, I mean, if it's food for a month that you're saving each time you go hitchhiking, like that you could have been spending that's food for many months you know if you go on a couple of trips that you would have spent on bus rides and honestly sometimes you are even faster to go hitchhiking than you are to take the bus so that's one of the perks of hitchhiking and another one is that you just meet so many cool interesting weird and different people you know and for example, the guys that were going on the fishing trip, they were like totally different from me and I probably never met, would have met them in my life if I would have not been hitchhiking. And they definitely gave me some like opinions, you know, of theirs to think about. And some said some stuff, you know, that I've never thought about, you know, or argued that my opinions of things or my ideas for how stuff should work were not the way that they thought it should work, you know, they, they thought some different things. Like about school. So I was thinking, I, w I was thinking after next spring, when I finish my bachelor's, hopefully, fingers crossed, <laughs> um, I was hoping to just start working because I'm itching to start working. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were like, no, 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 no. You have to get a master's degree, you know. And that was like what they thought, you know. That was their opinion. And it was nice to hear this point of view. For And for some other like matters that we talked about too. So that's one cool thing. You get some, get to meet some different people. And we are like also for the people with the big car from Blantos with the cooler that didn't work properly. We had to stop at their friend's place and like they were living in the countryside kind of like in a really small town. Like a, in a village. 
and I never would have met them, you know, and they had a cool dog and they had some stories about how it works having a dog when you live really close to the highway, you know. So they have like some issues that they have to think about when they live like this, you know, really close to the highway and have a dog. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't think about that. Which was interesting, you know. And yeah, so you meet some cool people. Now, one of the reasons that you don't want to take like hitchhiking is that you might feel threatened by strangers, you know, or feel drained by strangers or social interaction, you know, because many times when people pick up hitchhikers, many times it's somebody that's driving by themselves and they have nobody to talk to. They're just driving and listening to music or something and just thinking and they would like some company, you know, so if somebody that's driving by themselves pick you up and you just go start texting your friends or or I don't know scrolling through Instagram whatever you do when you're like sitting in a car and you're bored or just sleeping or something and you don't interact with them at all they're gonna feel like oh man picking up this hitchhiker sucked you know I was hoping for a conversation so that's one of the things when you're hitchhiking you kind of pay people by just being there to talk to them you know and having keeping them company which is nice so if you get like really emotionally drained emotionally drained not like so socially drained just drained from talking to people it's not a great idea because or at least if you do it Try to be like social for the ride, even if it's like training and then just rest up after the drive. Or when you're like drained, ask the driver to let you out so you can rest, which is good. Um, yeah, and one other reason is that if you're like afraid for, like just afraid of strangers, I'm guessing that staying in a car with a stranger for a while is probably gonna be like really uncomfortable but like I'm telling you most of the time when strangers do something nice for you it's just a stranger doing something nice like I feel like the majority of people on the planet are just nice people and the people that are not nice are just really loud and catch the attention of the media like if you've ever babysat or like taken taken care of like 30 kids at the same time or something and you only have them for an hour I'll guarantee you you're gonna learn the names of the kids that are behaving badly way faster than you're gonna learn the names of the kids that are behaving properly if you're gonna learn the names of the baby kids that behave properly at all, you know, so you can you can bear that in mind that the people that are not behaving properly, even if it's just two uh, two out of like fifty, you know, they're they're gonna be the ones that catch your attention, you know. So, but there are still forty-eight 
out of 50 people in the group that are just really nice. So, point is, not all strangers are like bad people, you know. Most strangers are pretty good, I think. Yeah, and let's see, another one for not taking hitchhiking as like your method for traveling would be if you're pressed for time like a fine rule of thumb for hitchhiking is that if it takes two hours to drive there in your own car it's gonna take twice as long or four hours to get there with hitchhiking now many of you experienced experienced hitchhikers are gonna be like no it doesn't take me that long to hitchhike but you know it depends on like the mood of the drivers how, how much traffic there is so it like you could even have a situation where usually driving would take one hour and it's gonna take you three hours to get there you know but a rule of thumb two hour like twice as long i feel like that works fine and if it doesn't usually you're less less time than that so it's fine but if you really need to get somewhere and it you get need to get there reliably and on time then hitchhiking is not a good idea yeah yeah but i really like hitchhiking and the people i talked to in the weekend they were really interested by it and would definitely like to show up to an event where you learn how to do it in like a safe way in a responsible way and maybe in a little bit of an efficient way and i think it would be cool to have more people hitchhiking since that means that more people are going to be able to save a little bit more money doing stuff because let's be real if you want to go on trips you're gonna go on trips whether you hitchhike or take the bus you know so like rather rather teach them hitchhiking and they can save some money and maybe they'll get an apartment a couple of months sooner in their life or something yeah i'm also just trying something new and stepping out of their comfort zone i think it's gonna be good for them yeah and one other thing many times when i'm hitchhiking the people that pick me up they tell me that they haven't seen enough people hitchhiking lately and it's been getting fewer and fewer people every year you know that they see and they're kind of sad about it because when they were young you know it used to be that everybody was hitchhiking all the time and yeah i feel like i feel like i feel like that's kind of cool i think hitchhiking is cool i really want to talk more about this you know and yeah i would also like to tell you a little bit about the safety stuff i thought of for the camp but i'm not gonna do that you know at least not for a while maybe after the camp but it's not gonna be until sometime next winter and i'm already home i even took a a walk like i walked a couple of circles around the place since i was having a good time talking to you guys yells but uh, i think it's a little bit late and i should go home and go to bed 
yes so i'm gonna do that tomorrow's a day of work so yes i'm gonna do that thanks good night